Hello, and welcome to episode 21 of the Redeemed Hearts podcast, where we encourage you to allow God to transform you mentally, emotionally, and relationally by living from your redeemed heart. This episode is entitled Listening. Your hosts, Whirly and Danina Kennedy, are licensed professional counselors and are the founders of Redeemed Hearts Ministries. Whirly and Danina are sharing today from one session of their video series entitled Effective Communication. If you like today's podcast, you can purchase the entire four-part video series for your personal use or for your small group. The series is available for $15 at redeemedheartsministries.com. Hey, thanks again for listening today. Here's Whirly and Danina. Hi, welcome back to our series on communication. We have finished our first video on uh, speaking, and now we're going to move into listening. And there is a Chinese proverb that I really like that says, God created man with two ears and one mouth so that he would listen twice as much as he speaks. And I think that that's not often a, a character quality that we all have, that we listen twice as much as we speak. And it's not. A character quality, because listening is hard work, Mm -hmm. and we need to be attentive to the fact that it is hard work. Mm -hmm. It requires determination. It requires being conscious. Um, Some are natural listeners, and I would say that's a small percentage of people. I think you're one of those. I I think so. Mm -hmm. And yet, I think that um, even I um, have have to really focus sometime if I'm going to hear what somebody has to say. But if you're not a natural listener, then you really do have to be a conscious effort. It's interesting, the Bible has a lot to say about listening to -hmm. to others and hearing from others. Um, Sometimes if you're more introverted, you're probably a better listener, just just because you tend to go inward and think more, but not necessarily. Um, extroverted people tend to speak more, and so sometimes they're not as good a listener because they they like to talk and and interact and and carry on things out here. So, and sometimes we have an extrovert extrovert say to us, "Well, I have to say it, you know, because it comes to their mind, and so they want to get it out right then." Yeah, and. I mean, because they might forget it or they might not be able to process it. And so sometimes that gets in the way for an extrovert listening. So whether you're an introvert or an extrovert, Mm -hmm. I think all of us need to be attentive to this area of listening. And so, um, yeah. One thing that I think is important when it comes to listening, uh, just as we start out, really comes out of illustration from our own Mm -hmm. life. But part of listening. I know what you're going to say. Yeah. It's just being present, mm-hmm. uh, you know, making sure that we're a hundred percent like there with the person, but also um, if you're the one speaking, making sure you're there with the person. And it, the way our house is built, I can sit or stand at my stove where I'm cooking, and I can see all the way kind of past a long bar I have through a living room, straight into a door into the office, where I can see him sitting at his chair at a desk in the office. And it's pretty long ways away. But because I can see him, I think I can talk to him. So many times I'm, you know, talking to him and I, I think he should be hearing me and listening. And we've we finally got that settled, haven't we? Well, you know, it's one of those <laughs> things where, where it's hard to carry on a conversation from that distance. Mm-hmm. And so I know it, you know, for a while that was frustrating to you. 
it was also frustrating to me mm -hmm. because I'm not really hearing what you're saying and I'm in the middle of doing something else. Mm -hmm. And so I think the point being is it really requires that you're present. Um, it helps if you're in the same room. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, or not doing something else. Right, I true. Mean, that you're making sure that <clears throat> you your um, atmosphere is what it needs to be for you to really be able to have that good conversation and listen. So, mm -hmm. Nothing about listening that we want you to remember is this little acronym, and it's on our chart there, but listening is love of, of the communication that we're talking about, speaking, listening, um, and responding. Listening is love, and it can be spelled like this, uh, the first one being the L, listen, without interrupting. O, What'd you say? Uh, yeah. O is offer understanding, and we'll describe how you do that as far as listening goes. Validate feelings and thoughts, and then empathize. You do those things in listening, then the other person is very well going to feel loved. And we have talked in a podcast, I think it's um, episode 12, where we talk about things that can shut a heart down and we look at emotions. And one of one of the things we end with in that podcast is empathy. Mm -hmm. So you could listen to some more on that. But the, the definition really of intimacy is just empathy. having empathy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, right. yeah. Is having the ability to put yourself in somebody else's shoes and, uh, you know, think about their point of view or their perspective on something or, you know, the larger context of what might have been going on in their life. So you, some people do this very naturally. People with the gift of mercy, they just I mean, they they're in people's shoes like that and can empathize with them. But it's being mindfully aware that, you know, each person is unique, is, you know, has special value and has something different to offer. So being empathetic is a skill, though. It's not natural, and there are certain personalities that's much harder for than others. So it's a practiced uh, behavior that we have to look at. Stephen Covey said, empathetic listening takes time, but it doesn't take anywhere near as much time as it takes to back up and correct misunderstandings when you're already miles down the road, to redo, to live with unexpressed and unresolved problems, or to deal with the results of not giving people psychological air. So that's a pretty great quote. Like it, it's it's a good thing maybe to practice empathy because otherwise it may take you a lot more time to get that issue resolved or you know a relationship back to a healthy place without it. And one of the things I think is going to come out here is that when you listen well, then the other person is going to experience the empathy from you. Mm -hmm. They 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 experience it. You're really understand them and you're in their shoes and so um, we did want to give you a few scriptures we mentioned that the bible has a lot to say about mm -hmm. uh, l listening and so the first one's on your screen james 1 19 says know this my beloved my beloved brothers and sisters let every person be quick to hear slow to speak slow to anger the order of that is I think, very intentional. You have to hear somebody first. Mm -hmm. Proverbs twelve fifteen says, The way of a fool is right in his own eyes, but a wise man will listen to advice. If you want to be wise, be a good listener and listen to advice from others. Proverbs eighteen thirteen speaks of something that, that often happens. It says, If one gives an answer before he hears, 
it is folly and shame. And Proverbs 19.27 says, um, Cease to hear instruction, my son, and you will stray from the words of knowledge. And then finally, it's also on our screen here, Proverbs 18.2, it says, A fool takes no pleasure in understanding, but only in expressing his own opinion. There's, you know, speaking of the fact that somebody doesn't hear, but he just wants to say what he wants to say. Mm-hmm. So those are just a few scriptures about listening. <laughs> and we we could have given you 15 or 20 others, but want to keep this moving for today. Um, we next want to talk about some things that are obstacles to being a good listener. Uh, Bento Liao gives some things that hinder our ability in his book, Four Essential Keys to Effective Communication. And so the first one is mind reading. Uh, think about this, that if as you're listening, you're already thinking or you're thinking already that you know what the other person is thinking or trying to say without really listening to them. So your mind reading, um, such as thinking that, well, I've heard this before. It's the same stuff. Maybe you're bored. Uh, maybe you don't like what they're saying, but it's just that you're reading their mind and it prevents you to have even an open mind to what they're trying to say to you. Mm-hmm. So the second one that uh, is an obstacle to good listening is rehearsing. And this is where we're Uh, when we're thinking about what we're going to say back to that person instead of really listening with the intent to understand what they're saying. And uh, Bento Leal says in his book, such as, uh, I know exactly what I'm going to say to her as soon as her lips stop moving. (laughs) (laughs) That they're, you know, you're just literally just waiting for your chance to get to say your point of view. So rehearsing just basically means you're listening to your own thoughts inside. You're, you're figuring out what your response is going to be instead of listening to theirs. And then the next one is called filtering or selective listening. And it's where you hear part of what somebody says, but you only hear the parts you want to hear instead of some of the other parts. And this usually happens when if somebody else is saying something to you that's uh, hurtful or you don't agree with, or maybe it evokes an emotion of anger, then you might actually tune out the whole of what they're saying and not hear all of what they're saying. So that one's fairly easy to understand. It's just being selective in what you hear. So the next one would be daydreaming, which can really happen to all of us. Mm-hmm. This just basically thinks we're thinking of something mm-hmm. else. While someone's talking, we're, you know, spacing out. Um, I wonder what I'm going to fix for dinner tonight as he's going on and on and on and on. Or um, I don't really have time for this. And, you know, so I'm not really listening. But it's not being totally present and missing out on what's being said. And I would, I, I mean, it's kind of a joke. But at the same time, I would say if you're, you know, ADHD, this is mm-hmm. like, this is just your life mm-hmm. and the way your brain works all the time. And other people, their mind just races all the time. And so sometimes if you're somebody like that, you might need to say, I need you to know. And I'll have people tell me this in counseling mm-hmm. and I appreciate it. I need you to know that, you know, I'm ADHD or I, my mind just really wanders or races. And it helps me so much yeah. to know that ahead of time because I think, I'm going to keep what I'm saying to, you know, them short and I'm going to engage them more in this whole process. Yeah, it helps with the communication. Then you as the speaker knows, okay, you know, I'm going to need to be a little bit Mm -hmm. more slower, careful with that. So, um, but but daydreaming can 
negatively affect your ability to listen. The next one is advising. And this is where you would jump in with unsolicited suggestions or solutions to what another person is saying. Um, I never do that. <laughs> it's where it's where you're triggered so quickly that you just say what you want to say, and you might not even hear what the other person's trying to say. So you, that's called advising. Yeah, unsolicited advice is an obstacle. So um, also is judging, which is when you're analyzing, you're critiquing, you're contesting com- internally what this other person is saying before you're really hearing them out and you're even, you know, praying and asking God to give you ears to hear what they're saying. Um, and instead you're internally thinking, well, what's wrong with them? Or, you know, no, they're wrong. That's not how I see it. And so there's a, there's a lot of pride that comes in that judging um, obstacle yeah, to listening. And just to, to note on that last one, the judging you really can do without ever saying anything. So the other person might think you're listening but in reality, you're just simply um, being critical and so forth without hearing all of what they want to say. So um, so with all of that, we just have several tips for listening that we want to give to you. Some of these are from John Maxwell in his book, Becoming a Person of Influence, and some of these are our own. But um, all of these are th- the things that we hope might be helpful to you in being a better listener. And the first one is, we have 11, actually, I think 12 of these, but the first one of this, in order to be a good listener, you have to want to listen. Um, If you don't care what the other person has to say, if you're not, if you're bored with it, or if you don't want to hear it, um, if you're lazy about it, then you're not going to be a good listener. You have to want to do this. It requires curiosity it requires humility. Um, it requires not being selfish. It requires also, I think, an enjoyment of another person's life and story. Mm-hmm. You know, because I listen for a living, um, a lot of what I listen to um, is just delightful in hearing what good goes on in people's lives. And yet it's also there's a, there can be an enjoyment even in hard things of seeing the value of a person's life and what God's up to and where some, you know, redemptive things are occurring. So the point I'm making there is you got to want to do it and it'll be curious. And then there can be enjoyment of just engaging in somebody else's story. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's hard to really be involved with someone in a good, healthy way if we haven't really listened. Yeah. And then, then the next one is you're listening because it, I've already set a tone here that listening is all serious and you got to really be always focused with what somebody is saying. And so this next point is important in that you need to determine the need of the situation or the need of the person. So for example, uh, Danina and I and our kids might be sitting around having dinner and they share something or talking about something, and it's not serious. The mood is light. We're just telling stories about um, what's going on, and um, and it's not requiring that we hear every detail. Maybe joking back and forth. Then, then in that situation, it's it, you know whether I'm a really good listener or not. That's going to matter. But if in the conversation it shifts, and all of a sudden. Danina starts to share something 
And um, because of whatever happened with it, she gets real emotional with it. Maybe it touched something in her that had, had gone on. Um, then, then automatically the rest of us would know, hey, we need to really listen in here. We need to shift here. <clears throat> Excuse me. So what, what we want to say is there are certain situations where you're not as good a listener as others, or it's not as important as others. And as we go through these, uh, the rest of these, they're going to they're going to be things that call you to really listen and pay attention. But by no means do we mean if you're not a good listener that if there's a big crowd and you're watching a, you know, a sports game and that's what's what it's about, <clears throat> you're probably not going to be as good a listener then. Mm-hmm. Okay, so determine the need. The next couple go together uh, just with the whole thought of stop what you're doing mm-hmm. when you listen. And with um, number three, stop what you're doing and be humble. And this is what Worley's alluded to already, but see value in this other person um, by being humble. Ralph Waldo Emerson had an attitude of, every man I meet is in some way my superior and I can learn from him. That's a lot of humility. The next one is to remove all your distractions as much as possible. I mean, get rid of your phone, the TV, the book, the if you need to have a serious conversation, um, tell your kids that they need to go to their room and um, you know, have playtime or quiet time because mommy and daddy need to talk. And you're, you're even show, teaching your kids that there's value on, you know, marriage and on communication when you do that. So uh, remove distractions as much as possible. So big in our culture today where there's so many other things, devices and things, phones or computers or gaming and things like that where we're not. And so I would just say that part of determining the need Point number two um, is is if this is a time you need to listen, you're really going to have to set aside some of the distractions. If it's not, you know, um, somebody could be on their phone or scrolling or whatever, and and we're not quite as in tune. Mm-hmm. So then the next one after removing distractions is uh, being a good listener. Just make eye contact. It'd be amazing how you focus if you're looking at somebody else's face and they see that and they know that. And then the next one would just be to not interrupt. One of the things John Maxwell says is it's important to give people the time they need to express themselves. It's even okay to allow for periods of silence and to not be afraid of that. So let somebody finish what they're saying. It's nothing worse than if you're trying to tell somebody something and they finish your sentences. Mm -hmm. Or as we mentioned earlier, and one of the things as far as if they already are telling you what they think, let a person finish what they're going to say if you're going to be a good listener. And people that are in a rush all the time or they don't settle down into their own world or, I mean, they they have a hard time. They tend to be more the people that are going to finish your sentences. And, you know, I feel it. I feel like, oh, I got to cut this story short or I got to stop that because I don't feel the freedom to just fully share with that person. So... Um, number seven is to focus on what's being said more than what you're going to say back. We've already mentioned this um, in the obstacles part, but uh, there's a joke that's said by a man named Edgar, Edgar Watson Howe, and he said, no man would listen to you talk if he didn't know it was his turn next. So basically, sometimes, you know, we're just going through those motions of I'm going to listen because then I'm going to get my own turn. So if, if we do that, we're not going to be good listeners. No, not at all. So then the next one is you want to listen to understand. 
uh, emotions, feelings, um, almost always are a part of a person's life. And so you want to be even trying to think and understand what a person might be feeling. Um, Shanti Feldon in her research showed that men should listen more to what their spouse is feeling than what they're saying. And I, I think there's a lot of truth in this. And it's also really true <clears throat> with parents and kids oh, or yeah. parents and teenagers. They they want their feelings validated and their thoughts validated way before you start parenting them or they'll shut you out. So you have to be attentive to that and you have to try to understand what it is they're saying. John Maxwell uh, says the best listeners aren't the best because they can remember the facts about what was said. They're the best because they understand the purpose and meaning behind what was saying. And in order to do that, you, you want to you got to want to know the purpose, and you also have to be able to um, think about um, or even feel what the other person is feeling. Mm -hmm. Stephen Covey said, "Seek first to understand, then to be understood." Mm -hmm. And that's one thing I like about John Maxwell and Stephen Covey. Both of them uh, place a big emphasis, if you ever hear them speak, on them listening in the business world, listening to your employees, listening to your team members, those people you're, you're working with first before you're just giving them your opinions. The next one is to check your emotions. If you're aware that you have an emotional reaction to what another person is saying, you know, kind of just mentally say, man, I'm feeling anxious or I'm feeling angry or I'm feeling really defensive here or I'm feeling jealous inside while they're talking and sharing stuff about their life. So take a mental note of it, but then really work to get back focused on that person. That's love for them, for you to focus on them. Maybe make some comments where you you know, validate what they're saying or you repeat back what they're saying so it gets you caught back up in the conversation as a listener. But sometimes there are conversations that are too emotionally charged where you know you're not listening and you don't have the capacity to listen and this is going to go bad. And so sometimes you need to kind of hit the pause button, call time out and just say, I'm having a hard time listening right now because of, you know, some emotional things going on in me. I need some time to process this and then let's come back and, and, you know, talk about this. But, um, yeah, really, really good, really yeah. important aspect. The tenth one is to repeat back what a person is saying. And I think this may just be in your mind, um, but you could say to the person after they're finished, back to them what they've said so that they know and you know that you've heard what they've had to say. But sometimes you don't actually say it out loud. You just in your own mind are rehearsing what it is they've said. But if you struggle to be a good listener, this is a really mm -hmm. good, simple practice to just start doing with people where it becomes a habit to train you in listening, to be able to say, you know, I just heard you to say A, B, and C. And part of the reason that you want to do this is so many times conflict comes in relationships mm -hmm. because what I heard you to say, mm -hmm. and then pretty soon I'm responding to it or I'm living according to sometimes a lie mm -hmm. because I haven't clarified, which mm -hmm. was your earlier point, what you said. And so by repeating back and saying, this is what I understood you to say, the other person has the opportunity to say, oh, no, no, that, that you know, that's not what I meant. Mm -hmm. And then that way I'm not moving forward based upon, a, you know, a false understanding or assumption. And the last one we have here actually kind of fits 
come goes alongside with oh, what yeah, you, you said. Covered it yet? Yeah, it's okay, but but it's to it may require that you ask questions. Mm-hmm. You want to get clarity in what somebody else is saying. Um, there's an art sometimes to ask clarifying questions. One of the things that I encourage people to do if is to keep the conversation going is don't ask yes, no questions. Don't ask things that could be answered with a yes or no when you're trying to get understanding. You need to ask questions that are more open-ended, like, well, what did you mean by that? Or can you explain that? Mm-hmm. You want to um, not cut it off. And so that's one of the ways you do this. And we just talked about the five levels of communication. And if somebody's really emotionally charged down there at that fifth level, I mean, that's where you may need to enter in to understand the feelings more than the words at that point and where you're able to say, I mean, you seem really angry. Do you feel angry or, you know, are, are, are you feeling really anxious? Are you feeling afraid? That's, that's good questions to enter at that feelings level. Um, at that point. So So that's really all we have at this point um, in regard to listening and that being the second of one of the key things for communication. Thank you again for joining Ruli and Danina today on the Redeemed Hearts podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode and are looking for more content from Worley and Danina, we encourage you to visit redeemedheartsministries.com. Again, if you would like more content on the subject of communication, Worley and Danina have their four-part video series entitled Effective Communication available for sale on the website. These videos are available for download or streaming through a private Vimeo link that will be sent out upon purchase. Thank you again so much for tuning in today. Please rate and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and Spotify and share this episode on social media with your friends. Please feel free to reach out and contact us through the website. God bless.